The United Nations is examining the possibility that war crimes are being committed against the people of Nagorno-Karabakh. Fighting has raged in that disputed region since late summer. Both Amnesty International and Human Rights Watch now say cluster bombs are being used against civilians there. That would be a violation of international agreements banning cluster bomb munitions. Chuck Holton brings us this first-hand look at the personal toll the fighting is taking on Armenian Christians in Nagorno-Karabakh. I'm in the capital of the Nagorno-Karabakh region of Armenia called Artsakh, or this is the city of Stepanakert. Uh, behind me you can see the effects of the Azeri bombardment that has been hitting this city since September 27th. Now, of the 150,000 people who live in this area, most of them have already had to flee, but there are still tens of thousands of people that are staying here, sleeping in their cellars, in their basements, and listening to the daily barrage of random artillery that's falling on this city. On September 27, when we woke up, we heard the loud sounds of explosions. We saw the bursts, uh, the smoke. We understood what's going on. And my dad told us to uh, take all of our, our things and to go to his uh, shops underground cellar. This is Rosa. She's 83. And she was sleeping in that room right behind me when this bomb flattened her house. This was a very large bomb. And this is not near any military objective or anything. It's just random bombing of civilian areas by Azerbaijan supported by Turkey. Rosa says the fact that she survived is nothing short of a miracle. Meanwhile, President Erdogan of Turkey has sent military assets to help Azerbaijan as this conflict has become a power struggle between regional superpowers. Armenia has limited support from Russia, but the Armenian military is still outnumbered five to one. And as the violence continues to intensify, Armenians are vowing to fight to the bitter end and are putting their faith in God. Chuck Holden has just returned to the USA. He joins us via Skype. Chuck, it's good to see you. I'm glad you're in one piece there. So tell us what you discovered about cluster bombs being used against the people of Nagorno-Karabakh. Well, Gary, I certainly saw evidence of cluster bombs being used in the capital city of Ar Arsakh, which is called Stepanakert, and uh, this is the center of the Nagorno-Karabakh region. Now, uh, the, the people of that area uh, say that, that those sorts of cluster bombs are being used on an almost daily basis. They certainly were used uh, one of the days that I was there, and we saw, we saw proof of that in the damage that they caused, and it's very particular kind of damage caused by cluster bombs, and then also uh, in the empty shells of the delivery devices, the, the missiles that were used to deliver the cluster bombs, which unfortunately were made in Israel. Yes, uh, that's what we've heard. And, and I understand that it's not just the Armenians that are being targeted, but also Armenia using them against Azerbaijan. Neither one signed the convention on uh, banning those uh, munitions. Azerbaijan uh, claims that they've got a very good press office that is putting out a lot of propaganda. Uh, in talking with the, uh, the Armenians, what they're saying is that, A, number one, we are not targeting civilians. Uh, if we target a military installation or military uh, target and the, sometimes the bombs miss by a little bit and hit a civilian area, we actually are uh, 
warning the areas that we're going to fire upon before we fire upon them. So the, there's been a lot of talk about the bombing of the city of Ganja. Well, uh, the, the president of Arsak actually warned the city of Ganja that they were going to bomb it before they did. They actually put out a list of the targets that they were going to, to aim at, the, the military targets. And um, it, they're, what they're saying is that in the case of the, uh, the bomb falling on a, an apartment complex that was nearby one of the targets and, and the, the missile just missed. Uh, now, I don't, you know, this, again, this is what they're saying. This is their side of the story. Uh, obviously, uh, the Aziris have a different story, but I can tell you that one of the things that I've, I've noticed, the Aziris are not very good at uh, their, their propaganda efforts in their accuracy, because, for example, they put out a, a photograph of a missile that they claim came from Azerbaijan that had gone through a roof, uh, through a ceiling and through uh, a wooden table and embedded in the in the ground and did not explode. The only problem was the missile was backwards. Uh, so the nose of the missile was sticking up in the air and the tail of it was embedded in the ground. So uh, it, it, uh, it doesn't lend a lot of credibility to what they're saying when it's obvious that they are concocting some of the photographs and, and propaganda that they're putting out. So Chuck, finally, what, what do we do to uh, see peace there? I know that uh... The people have talked about possibly another referendum to determine the future of the region. Uh, do they want another one? There's only one side in this conflict that's trying to take land that it didn't already occupy, and that's Azerbaijan. The, the Armenians definitely uh, want peace and would love to see peace right now, tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, the, the Azeris have uh, been using very inflammatory rhetoric and say that they are going to not only wipe out the the people of Nagorno-Karabakh, but they're going to continue on and wipe out Armenia in full, which makes this an existential threat for the Armenians, and uh, they're going to fight to the finish. Okay, good work there, Chuck Holden. Thanks so much for courageously taking the risk to travel into another war zone to bring us that update. We appreciate you, Chuck. Thank you.